You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Okay, we're going to do something a little different right now. It is going to be karaoke night here at uh, Bonsai Retro Club. Uh, we're not, you don't get to participate because you're not here, but uh, I'm going to take a stab at this. Let's try it. Love is a burning thing. It makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, down, down. And the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of love is sweet. When hearts like ours meet. I feel for you like a child. Oh, but the fire went wild. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. It burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. It burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. It burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. Ring of fire! All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I uh, figured I'd have a little fun. Uh, you know, obviously we're doing another solo episode here, and um, I've got to entertain myself too. Um, if you guys like me doing that kind of goofy voice, and you want to hear me do another song karaoke like that. Um, I'll take requests. 
go ahead and shoot that over to me at dave at bonsairetchclub.com and uh, let me know uh, what you'd like me to uh, sing uh, in that fashion uh, and I will uh, I'll give it a go provided of course I can find the karaoke version of the song on YouTube uh, so uh, let's see what's going on what are we dealing with we're dealing with Sunday night that's what we're dealing with it's August 30th 2020 uh, it's a beautiful day you know um, here's something fun that I, I've been doing today uh, the oculus quest which is a new toy that I got which is a virtual reality headset there's a game that's very very popular it's called Beat Saber and uh, the you know the internet gods as they are had uh, given me the information uh, on how to do what they call uh, use SideQuest, which is an additional like app and modification that you can apply to your oculus quest it basically gets it into like developer mode and uh, it's actually condoned and uh, encouraged by the good people over there at oculus so they um they want you to you know kind of have like a open ground and forum to just really you know have fun with modifying and making your oculus quest or rift if you have it your own uh, but some people that you know have did these modifications way before you know i even bought it uh, we found out, you know, the the method to download additional songs that people had created for uh, Beat Saber, and so my thing today was going through and scrolling through the catalog of all the songs that were created, and there were quite a few, you know, 1980s hits. Uh, that uh, I was able to download and uh, enjoy. In fact, um, the uh, the first one that I was able to uh, try on, you know, you know, test was the first one that I came across was uh, Rick Springfield's "You Gotta Love Somebody," um, and that was a lot of fun. But you know, I also found like ACDC songs, uh, "Back in Black." Um, I got Huey Lewis in the News, Power of Love, Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll, and even, I even got the, uh, Wannabe by the Spice Girls. So, you know, that was really kind of crazy that, uh, you know, that was there in the midst of everything. But I downloaded it, applied it to my Oculus Quest, and all of these development of songs are provided free. You know, these people that had created them share it with everybody uh, so it's a lot like you know different things where people are sharing files uh, of you know their creations um, you know think reddit or you know kind of open environment worlds like that where people just kind of interact with each other and share shit and it's a beautiful thing it is wonderful um, there was also a virtual gun range game that is a beta version I was able to download that and I was playing that as well uh, so, you know, once again, it's one of those things that I had to get used to the mechanics, but once I got there, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, been having some fun with the, uh, the Oculus Quest. The, uh, during the weekdays, I have been even incorporating a workout session. Uh, I got this, uh, app called FitXR, 
and um, it's uh, it's getting me it's getting a good challenge. So I get a good workout there. I even had to buy like a uh, a headband so that when I get sweaty from working out, I can you know keep it from you know getting my uh, the foam that goes around the eyepieces too sweaty because you know it, it gives a good you know if you're really involved in the workout, it really gets you going, keeps you moving. Uh, so yeah, that's been kind of the fun thing today, you know, is, you know, downloading, you know, this, you know, from these library of songs. Uh, not every song is out there, but, you know, there's a fair amount. And the game is way better if you have a song that you really like. Uh, one that I had bought legit was the uh, the Green Day music pack. So I, I was really enjoying that. But now I have, you know, so much more that, you know, we've added into this custom music library um let's see what else what else have i done today i really haven't done much of anything i mean i ran like an errand uh, yeah i don't want to go into talking about my plumbing problems because that's just boring as shit and maybe the oculus quest is too i don't know but you know for me i think it's cool and um yeah the uh the only thing that's really kind of irking me right now is the price tag to purchase and own uh, a virtual copy of Bill and Ted 3 Face to Music. It's like 24 bucks, 23.99 technically. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I'm willing to commit that amount of money. I want to. I really want to watch it. I really, and uh, I, it feels like if I just do the rental it's like that's not going to be enough I, I, and the rental isn't that much lower than purchasing outright um, so I'll probably end up buying it soon because I really want to see that movie and you know I've, I've heard positive stuff you know for the most part um, so I want to I, I want to see that next chapter and enjoy it uh, of the the Bill and Ted universe. Um, so all right, I think I've rambled enough, right? I think we've we've kind of gotten into enough of the catch up dialogue discussion. I even sang a song for you, so maybe we jump right into this whole essential movies thing. Okay, can we do it? You ready? I think I'm ready. You know what I need? I need I need a quick hit of bourbon. Nice. Okay, so we're gonna insert our bumper here. This is a day something podcast. If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! 
be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Hey, this is Dave, and you are listening to Bonsai Retro Club. Thank you for joining the club and downloading and listening to us. We really do appreciate you, our listener, in so many ways. Um, oop, my glasses just hit the mic stand here. Sorry about that. Uh, so, for the uninitiated, let me give you the breakdown here. The Essential Movie List is something I found on RottenTomatoes.com oh, quite, a, quite a while ago. And the... Um, and the whole point was when I came across the list, I thought as a personal challenge, I wanted to record a podcast episode for every one of the movies that's on the list. So the list starts at 140 all the way to number one. And it was put together by, I assume, the editorial staff at RottenTomatoes.com of saying, hey, these are the 140 essential 1980s movies that everybody should watch. Uh, so the the journey and the... Uh, the challenge that I've been going through is that if you know anything about podcasting, uh, sometimes you get ideas that are brought up by either you know a listener or co-host, and you're like, well, I really don't have a lot to contribute with that particular topic, so I'm going to pass. And it's not that it wasn't a good idea or not a great idea. It's just sometimes it doesn't go forward because you're like, ah, I really don't have anything to add. So my whole journey through this list was that, you know, obviously there's movies that's on this list that I've seen, and then there's movies that I haven't seen, and then there's movies that I absolutely will never see. So it's been the personal challenge of mine to record an episode about every one of these that, um, regardless of my status of, you know, how, the, how I felt about them or haven't felt about them. So we're going to continue that right now. We're, uh, you saw the title of the episode, so you know what I'm talking about. It's uh, released in 1986. The movie's called Blue Velvet. It's number 60 on our countdown. So what I do is I will insert the trailer, excuse me, to uh, Blue Velvet right here. From the mind of David Lynch comes a modern-day masterpiece so startling, so provocative, so mysterious that it will open your eyes to a world you have never seen before. I normally do is uh, I've gotten into the 
the, the new format of reading directly from RottenTomatoes.com. Uh, the other thing that you should know about the Essential Movie Podcasts uh, series is that I don't give myself the liberty of looking stuff up. I'm going to shoot from the hip, try to remember whatever I can from these movies, and uh, you know, all I have is basically the the thing, the write up that RottenTomatoes.com gave us. Uh, so in this case, director David Lynch crafted this halogenic mystery thriller that probes beneath the cheerful surface of a suburban America to discover a S&M violence, corruption, drug abuse, crime, and perversion. Kyle MacLachlan stars as Jeffrey Beaumont, a square-jawed young man who returns to his picture-perfect small town when his father suffers a stroke. Walking through a field near his home, Jeff discovers a severed human ear, which he immediately brings to the police. Their disinterest sparks Jeff's curiosity, and he is soon drawn to a dangerous drama that he, that's been played out by a lounge singer. Uh, this is Dorothy Valens, who's pl- played by Isabella Rosalini, and the ether-addicted Frank Booth, who's played by Dennis Hopper. The sociopathic Booth has kidnapped Dorothy's young son and is using the child as a bargaining chip to repeatedly be humiliated humiliate and rape Dorothy. Though he's drawn to the original wholesome Sandy Williams, played by Laura Dern, Jeff is also aroused by Dorothy and in trying to aid her, he discovers his dark side. As the film nears its conclusion, our hero learns that many more individuals are tacitly involved with Frank, including a suave lip-syncing singer, uh, ben, who's played by Dean Stockwell, who is minding the kidnapped boy. Director Lynch explored many similar themes of the disease. This is uh, air quotes, or you know, quoted, lying just under the surface of a small town. All American, I think that's a typo, facade. Uh, it says F-A-A-D-E, but I think it should be facade. All American facade in his later television series, Twin Peaks. Rated R, uh, I said before, it was released in 1986. Got a runtime of 121 minutes. Uh, so I have never seen this. Um, I saw the trailer. It looked really interesting. Um, and I get it. I get the theme. I get, I get why the theme is interesting. Because there's many a times where things happen in our world where there's a a seedy underbelly that kind of gets exposed uh you know a lot of the a lot of the, a lot of topics that I've talked about in the past where you know I've had you know people that I looked up to that almost were a hero to me that I now can't stand um you know case in point Bill Cosby I mean that guy is like dead in my book um uh hulk hogan you know he had uh been you know they had captured him talking about uh you know basically being very racist uh you know talking about a guy that was dating his daughter uh on a phone call and you know it was released publicly and i i don't think it's right that you know 
that somebody's private conversations get released. But when somebody has that, you know, that thought process within them, you know, and they're that type of people, then I, I, I kind of get checked out. And so it's all to say that, you know, these people, when they were in their glory days, you know, I mean, Bill Cosby was the all-American father, uh, you know, at, at a time. And for him to fall so far and to be a guy that's uh, essentially date raping uh, women, it's, you know, it, it's sickening. It's sickening. But, you know, this seems to be the theme of this movie, right? This seems to be what uh, the, the director, David Lynch, is trying to, uh, you know, expose to us. That, you know, even though things can be kind of a, you know, on the surface, a very wholesome, you know, uh, little town, whatever, you know, suburban town, then, you know, just, you know, just a few, you know, digging a few uh, inches under the ground, top layer, you know, you start to get some, you know, some really evil stuff, you know, that might be happening. Uh, you know, you, you, you might get into a situation where you've got somebody who's got, uh, you know, uh, children pornography on their computer or something, you know, somebody that you had a deep respect for. You don't want to ever hear about that from, you know, that people are doing that, but, you know, it's, you know, in, you know, our, our current life in 2020, it, it happens. And you're like, you know, crap, I just can't believe, you know, that, you know, John Smith over here, you know, was like that. You know, we didn't see that part of him, you know, but now that we know it's out there, you know, you, you lose all, you lose respect. So I think, you know, had I seen this movie, the, the part that might be intriguing is, uh, the the main character, uh, I guess Jeff, um, if he starts to discover that he's got some dark tendencies as well, and you know I'm not saying that I'm you know holier than thou, you know, but at the same time, you know I think that based on you know what what I'm reading here, yeah, there's there's lines that you gotta you know that you, you would have to cross and that's a line that's way, way away from what I would be into. You know, I, I'm not that, that guy. Um, so what else do I got? You know, I, it seems like a, it seems like a decent movie. Uh, it seems kind of artsy, you know, based on the trailer that I saw, there was way too many images of the severed ear. So I don't know, you know, did, you know, did the movie really need to focus focus on that point from the on the trailer? I don't know how big of a predominant part that happens. You know, during the course of the movie, like I mean, are we con constantly seeing this severed ear? Um, I'd be curious. You know, what that has to do with this lounge singer? You know, did uh, you know was the ear taken off by Dennis Hopper's character? You know, I, I, I think that's what we're implying based on this write-up and the, uh, the trailer. Um, but maybe not. Who knows? Um, I do know that when I was watching the trailer and there was a, uh, the, 
the part where they're talking about the suave lip-syncing singer. I didn't I didn't put it together that it was Dean Stockwell. And I think if I go back and rewatch it, it's probably pretty damn obvious. But like when I was watching it, I kind of was fascinated by the imagery a little bit more and may have just, it, it, it went right past me that that was Dean Stockwell until I got to this write-up. So uh, yeah, that's all I really got on Blue Velvet. I really don't know. Um, I, I think I kind of rambled enough for a movie that I didn't even know existed until uh, you know a little earlier looking at this list. Um, I, I don't know anybody that uh, has said, you know, you know, Jesus, let's go, you know, watch Blue Velvet. That never comes up. I've never heard it mentioned. Um, I, I'd be curious to know if there's anybody out there that, ha- you know, it's like on their must-watch list. You know, is this one of those things that you watch often? I, it doesn't look like it would be. It might be one of those that you you get what you need to from the movie after one viewing and you you move on. Um, that's my guess. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but at the same time, it's it, it's intrigued me. But I don't know if I'm going to make the time to watch it. Uh, if I come across it like on demand without any kind of monetary commitment, uh, and you know I'm free for the evening, uh, you know maybe somebody maybe somebody listening can give me a compelling reason, you know, to check it out. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I've asked for this kind of feedback before, but I don't think there's a lot of people that are going to you know, send an email or a tweet and saying, you know, God damn it, Dave, you really need to watch Blue Velvet. Um, but if you're out there, you're thinking that, please, next time you're at your computer or you're, you know, you've got your, your phone handy, you know, just shoot a quick email, you know, or a tweet, uh, either at Bonsai Retro Club for Twitter or Dave at BonsaiRetroClub.com and say, hey, Blue Velvet is a must watch. Uh, and, if you if you have the time, you know, and it's free, definitely give it a shot. That's what I want to hear from you. If this is one of your must-watch movies. All right. So with everything that I've just rambled about, I think we're going to go ahead and close this baby up. We're gonna move on to the next one, right? Uh, we have time tonight, uh, 7:33 p.m. I've got some availability to record one more in me so we're going to get even that further along in our series and actually the next one up is one that i'm really looking forward to talking about and i've seen that one so it's 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 definitely a great comedy and been quite a source of discussion between scott and i uh actually many a times so i'm going to go ahead and wrap this up once again, I'm Dave. You're listening to Bonsai Retro Club Podcast. We have a website. We do. I promise you, we do. It's bonsairetroclub.com. Uh, by now, you should know how to spell it, but just in case you don't, B-A-N-Z-A-I. Uh, on there, you're going to find a, uh, on the right pane or the right side of the website, On there's a section called Happy Links. Uh, and I created that so that you can get to just about anything that we've, you know, that we create. Uh, but what I want to draw your attention to is the Team Bonsai link. And that has links for all of your co-hosts for Bonsai Retro Club, uh, Rose, Scott, Suzanne. 
that uh, all of our social media stuff, our Twitter, our Instagrams, for me, even LinkedIn, our Facebook, you know, go onto that link and, you know, go ahead and interact with us, follow us and, uh, you know, let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, while you're feeling kind of generous with giving feedback, if you have a, uh, the ability to go in and give a rating and review and whatever, uh, podcast platform you're listening we'd appreciate that with all that being said i'm going to continue the uh the very sage words of bill and ted and remind you all to be excellent to each other this is very important even nowadays and since i have no clue when you're going to be listening to this could be morning could be afternoon or night i want you to have a good whatever bye-bye this is Ben, a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, do you say? Hey, Bonsai! 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 <laughs> a candy-colored clown they call the Sandman. Tiptoes to my room every night And just a sprinkle of stardust and a whisper Go to sleep, everything is alright I close my eyes Then I drift away Into the magic night I softly say a silent prayer like dreamers do. Then I I remember that you